Welcome back to Certified Bucket Boys podcast number 25. I am your host, Aiden, once again, alongside me. Got the uh, better half of the pod here, Tom. Um, big slate this week. Pretty stock standard for us. Um, off the rip. Bit of chat about how the week's been. Uh, then into another classic certified, not certified. Things really got back on track last week. Um, you know, we sort of took the reins back from Ehaka. You know, we let him loose one week there. It got a bit tits up, but now you're back straight and narrow. So another good one of those coming for you. Um, then we're back again with a, another round of Did This Really Happen? You know, a bit of a fan favorite these days. Then we're going to hit a bit of NBA, cover the Eastern Conference, do a wee power poll there, see who we like, who we don't like, who we're afraid of, who just doesn't put any fear into us at all. Um then we we switch up. We're gonna move the quizzes over to TikTok. Uh, so go follow us on there if you want to watch them. I know everybody gets uh, pretty excited for those. So come and get involved on TikTok. Um, play along with us. You know, get into it. But uh, anywho, let's get into the week. Tom, talk to me. How's the last seven days treated you? Yeah, good, good. As always, when this segment rolls around, it's always trying to remember what, how my how my week has gone. You know, I feel like every time I finish the pod, I'm always like, "Oh yeah, I had this story. Or I had this story to tell." Um, had Basel Wednesday, which was fun. Social Basel. I just really feel like, really feel like my social sports are lacking now since we pulled out Monday night. Also, not playing indoor netball anymore, which I really miss. Miss indoor netball. Even even getting pumped by like fifty, still miss it. <laughs> so it was good to have Wednesday basketball back. Felt like I hadn't touched a ball in forever, so it was a bit dusty. And Thursday had the old Canterbury basketball again, as per. And Friday, not a whole lot. Saturday though, had my old engagement party, which you were in attendance for. It was a great night. I was really nervous going into it because I just hate being like the, the not, not really the center of attention, but like the yeah. nights for you, like your 21st, for example. Mm. Like a normal birthday. Like obviously it's your birthday, but like not everyone's like just eyeballing you the whole night being like, oh my God, it's your birthday. But engagement party, man, it was just everybody's just, yeah. So it was a bit awkward. Once I got my speech out of the way, really started slamming back the beers. And at one point I had two shots in a row and that just yeah really really set me on set me on my way to to having to having an excellent night. Went to karaoke. Don't remember singing one song. I sung songs, but I don't remember one song I sung. And had some real fire dumplings though. Like obviously I had a bit of alcohol in my system, but I still feel like on good authority that they were like the best dumplings I've ever had in my life. Right. Wasn't it like 2am on the post yeah. dumplings? Boy, that's just, that's a recipe for fire. It was, and we went to uh, Goji, so like a uh, Korean place in town. And I think we, we got like platters as well. Like we got chicken platters. Don't think I ate any of that, but the dumplings, they were just, yeah, cooked perfection. 
they were just hitting. They were really hitting because I didn't have any of the food at um at our engagement party. So a little bit disappointed about that. Wait, you didn't get like on the plowman's platter? No. Oh, wait, the plowman's was the crackers, eh? Yeah. Yeah, no, I had, I had a cracker and cheese when that first one came out. But then I saw some players come out. I was sitting next to you. I think my dad was over there at one bit. I wasn't really digging into it then. And then next minute, like, everything's just gone. So I was like, fuck. Yeah, people were hungry. They were hoping yeah. it back. We had to order more platters. So, Oh, did you actually? They, yeah, they say they serve six to ten people. And we would have had maybe just below 50. And we ordered yeah. like eight platters. And then we had to order an extra three. So, fuck. Does not serve six to ten people. Maybe six. Might serve six people. I'm just trying to think what it was. Yeah. I don't know. People were hungry, though. I think that was always good, though, when the food actually gets eaten, though. Yeah. And Sunday was, it was a bit of a late night. So Sunday was a bit of a write off. And then even today, just feeling feeling a bit tired. Didn't have a great sleep last night. So a bit, di- bit tired today and had a real full-on day at school. So obviously both of those are a recipe for disaster. But, <laughs> you know, outside of that, just taking along. Yeah, good. I will say um, your engagement party speech was a real step up from your uh, 21st speech. The only two speeches yeah. I've ever he- heard you make. Um, thoroughly improved in eight years there. Yeah. Um, we don't speak of the 21st speech. <laughs> Shout out to the boys. That was that was a shambles. Right. That was one of the greats. <laughs> one of the greats. My, uh, my family were not impressed, so we can leave it at that. <laughs> uh, good times. The boys loved it. Can't believe Nina but- didn't have anything to say. No, nah, oh, she probably would have, but she would have been just a bit nervous, you know. D- didn't want to throw her under the bus and be like, hey, Nina's turn to say something. Did you know your mum was going to say anything? Yeah, right before I went to do it, she's like, oh, is it like, oh, right if I say a few words? I was like, oh, okay, I guess so. <laughs> Even though he specifically Laura requested no one to do any speeches. Laura said she almost got brought to tears by your mum. My mum kept choking up as she was speaking, eh? I was like, fuck yeah. that. What was that, mate? Calm down, Elspeth. It's not the wedding. Yeah, that's what I was that's why I didn't want anyone to do speeches like save it for the wedding, you know, not not the engagement. You don't want to get didn't want to get too soppy. Nah. Nah. Fair enough, eh? But uh how how about you? Your week? Tell you what. I think I'm in the exact same boat as you. I don't know what the fuck I've done in the last seven days. <laughs> Um, it might have literally just been been your engagement party it's definitely the highlight of the week I said to you yesterday like fuck time just flew there eh yeah fuck yeah I think we were there for four hours honestly felt like two at best wish they didn't cut the bar off at 11 they're like it might have been before 11 I don't know like felt like they were like, oh, yeah, shutting it off at 11 and sort of like went to like get a drink at like 10.40, but there was like nobody there. Sort of like one of those vibes. So we're good. Man, I thought thought you guys left before that, eh? 
No, it would have been about like eleven fifteen when we left. No. Oh. Yeah. A few people were heading out. Once the bar gets closed, though, it's like ugh. time to move on somewhere else or time to go home. Yeah. But yeah, we were chilling. Vibes were high. Um, we we actually spent a long time discussing the greatest song ever. I don't know if you remember that being involved for like a minute. Yeah, I, w- I walked in when I think you guys were like fully into the conversation. Yeah. And I didn't really contribute much. And I was just like, yeah, all right, I'm off on my way. <laughs> Work in the room. Um, yeah, we were talking like, not like the greatest song ever, but like the most versatile song. I don't know if, even know if that's like the right word, but you could play it in like any situation, excluding a wedding ceremony and a funeral because, you know, there's really only one type of song that fits both of those. Yeah. But yeah. We, we did, it all started with a Electric Feel by MGMT was on and Adam was saying it to Casey and Teresa and I overheard him and I was like, entirely agree, this is the most versatile song ever. Like it can just be played on like any radio station, any group of people, everybody just vibes to it. And then, yeah, I think we might have been debating for an hour what number two might have been and I don't think we ever got to a conclusion. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And the group just keep getting like bigger and bigger. I think it was about eight people having a say at one oh, point. Yeah. I, yeah, I remember coming in. I didn't think it was like that intense of a conversation, but geez. Oh, it wasn't like that intense. Not intense, it was just, but... It was just like the main talking point. People were kind of talking and then somebody would like throw out a song. It wasn't just, you know, sitting in silence, everybody thinking about <laughs> critical discussion. Good. Wasn't like that. Um, yeah, I think that was the highlight of the weekend. And then actually, yeah, spent most of Sunday watching um, one day, you know. And as I told you, fucking had me sobbing like a baby. Eh? I fucking, I'm like a real sucker for emotional TV shit. Eh? Like, don't cry at real life shit. And then something happens in a TV show that's like just remotely sad. I'm like, fucking. Ball of my eyes out, uh, like an absolute bitch. Laura wasn't even crying. I was like, fuck, like, leave, leave me on my own here. Felt even worse. I feel like she wasn't locked in on her day. To I not can't cry believe she wasn't crying. Yeah, no, she fucking cries at anything. Cries when fucking Bo like smiles at her, you know? Fucking... Man, Nina, was, yeah, Nina was fully balling her eyes out. I, I had like a, there was like the first bit. Maybe it was like the year, and oh, he was at his uh, dad's house, and Nina was getting real sad there. I mean, I was I wasn't really sad there. It was it might have been like year two. There was something where she didn't actually get as sad at, but I got had like a bit of a tear in my eye. But uh, yeah, no, I feel you. It was yeah, very very sad show. It's just heartbreaking. It is. <clears throat> Yeah. As I said to you, it would have it would have been without no spoilers. It would have been easier if uh, old mate died instead of old mate, you know. Yeah, <laughs> would have been. That's what that's that's how I said to you how I like flipped my opinion on who it was because at one point it like it just got sadder that when it would have been the other person. And I was like, "Fuck!" It's I just can't it. believe you were thinking that at 
the best friend's wedding. Like, I just wasn't crossing my mind that some someone's going to die. Well, no, I knew somebody was going to die. Because how would it be that sad if nobody died? You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. I just wasn't wasn't really thinking ahead like that, you know? Yeah. Oh, the whole time I was like, I think like episode two, I was just like, yeah, they die. And then, it, yeah, it changed up at like episode 10. Changed my opinion. I was like, oh, I'd be way sadder if it's that person. Yeah. And it was. It really was. But yeah. Need the, um, need the plug back for some TV. <laughs> Oh, yes, it's still not bad. <laughs> still out of action. I don't know what's happening there. Need to catch up on a lot of things. Um, Catch up on a lot of things? Yeah, like on there. Well, how many shows are you on the go? True Detective. Um, the Challenge. Love that. Still can't believe you're locked into True Detective Season 4 and, and you weren't into Season 1. It's yeah, no, pretty, it is pretty rogue to be fair. Like, arguably, so good. Critic, critics and audience, critics and audience wise, season one, everyone says is one of the greatest of all time. So, yeah, no, I really need to go back and watch it. Um, have you seen? <laughs> I could see this the other day. It was like, but everybody just like sort of looked past it. It was like, um, Love is Blind season six is fire. He must. I think it was when he was staying with his missile in Australia. So I must have been I watching not it. Say that. Yeah, I hadn't watched it at that point, um, but I watched that one episode. But irrelevant that I watched it. But I seen online. There's like this, or seen on TikTok. There's a few dramas about it. Like people apparently went on the show with like girlfriends, and their girlfriends have like made TikToks because they've turned the show on and seen their boyfriend. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and there was also this one girl. Um, she said that because you know how they like don't know what each other look like, like that's the point. Uh yeah. And I think she said in like one of the pods to like a guy she was talking to that um people like say she looks like Megan Fox and she looked absolutely nothing like Megan Fox at all. That's dusty. <laughs> and she got absolutely like toasted on media. Um, and then she made a TikTok the other day. She was like, really need these people who said I look like Megan Fox to come forward. <laughs> put, put the blame on somebody else other than yourself. Could work. Yeah, I was like, man, way to divert her day. I was like, fuck, why would you say on a TV show? Yeah. Just asking for a day. But anyway, bit of a tangent there. Eark is not even here to listen to that. He would have got involved. <laughs> Should have saved that one for when he was here. All right, we'll go to um, we'll go to certified, not certified. Get a bit of structure here. Uh, number one, this feels I really read wrong. <laughs> uh, number one is sitting in the shower. Um, yeah, real random. Loves his water based activities. Uh, I, I put this one here. Oh, um, I, won't, yeah, I won't throw a hacker under the bus on the water the water activities. I put that there. I don't really think I've ever sat in a shower before. And like my shower at home here, I don't think I could. Like I'm a big human. And I don't think I'd be able to 
sit down in it. And like, why sit down and shower for? Anyway, you know, you know, just yeah, yeah not certified. I'm yeah, massively not certified in sitting in the shower. Same as you, like showers aren't made for sitting down in. Big body, not enough room. But this all just came from the fact I was sitting in the shower uh, earlier today with Bo, my child, uh, because Laura ditched us in there to go and tidy Bo's room. So we were in there for like 20 minutes <clears throat> and I just got sick of holding him. So I put him on the ground and then I went on the ground with him uh, and, you know, we were just playing splash. But yeah, that's where it all came from. But um, I know the old, the Wahines are actually big fans of sitting in the shower. Um, I I learned from, from Laura that one. Maybe not some Wahines, you know, or they just haven't shared that information. Yeah, I was going to say, what? I feel like it's almost a secret activity that only girls do. But I don't know. I just feel like it's just sad hours, you know, sitting in a shower. <laughs> yeah, water just falling on your head, over your face. Thinking, thinking about all the mistakes you've ever made. Feels like a real yeah. hangover vibe. Yeah, I'm just getting, I'm just getting real negative vibes from it. You know, I don't think there's any positive about sitting down in the shower. No, when I ran it past Laura, she was a big, big certified on it. So, <laughs> yeah, would love, would love to hear some opinions from some outsiders. Not my psychotic girlfriend, fiance, I should say. She might fucking murder me for saying girlfriend. <laughs> Put the title on it. Finance. Uh, number two, off the back of old Lecky Av here, sneaking drinks into a festival. What do we say? Yeah, I mean, certify for sure. Mainly just because, you know, the economic climate we're in. <laughs> I, you know, you can't be spending. I mean, I bought what? I bought three. I bought three beers at the the league, and that sent me back like. I'm sure it was like 40-something bucks. Fuck, it's unreal. Yeah, it probably would have been. Or maybe just... Nah, it was 39. Yeah, I can't have been 40. But anyway, like, if you're spending about 12, 13 bucks a drink on like a can, you know, like a pint you can get away with because you can have like three or four of them and you're pretty... Yeah. You know, you're pretty steamed. So, but three cans, like, yeah. No, sneaking, sneaking out drinks into a festival, definitely. Like I've only ever done it once in, in a flask. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, certified. I think it is the move, eh? Like, yeah. Event drinks are the biggest, like, it's it's actual criminal behavior from event Very organizers. Cool. Like, I have on good uh, authority that long white cans were $12 at Electric Air. And I don't know if you've seen the TikTok of the a uh, person, one of the bar workers out the back of like the festival. And there was like three like industrial um, skips filled with long white cans. Oh yeah. I saw that. And, and more though, wasn't there like bags of it yeah. next to it as and well? The bags of like all the boxes and cans and shit on the ground as well. So we reckon there was about uh, $1.8 million in turnover for long whites at, at the electric Ave. Me and one of the boys at work did some math, just based on some rough numbers. Yeah, it's, that's pretty fucking criminal. That's insane, eh? Shout out to New Zealand for the absolute unreal drinking culture, though. 
knows how to party. Knows how to party. Um, I don't. Did I say I was certified on that or not? I am certified on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did say that. I'm certified on fun. So big, big thumbs up there. Um, number three, receiving presents at Easter, as well as receiving chocolate. Nah, not certified. Again, the economic climate run. You know, <laughs> Easter, Easter is chocolate. There's no presents. It's not birthday or Christmas. That's what I'm saying. I'm also I'm also pretty not certified on presents for like Valentine's Day and anniversaries as well. Um, like, talk about scams. I feel like maybe if you're in the dating world, you know, you, you've been with somebody for a couple of months and Valentine's Day happens to pop up, you know, maybe some presents then. But if you're with someone for a long duration, like it's your money together. And mm. like, what's the point of wasting it on? like a surprise present for like a V-Day or something, you know, like go out and enjoy it and some entertainment together. Yeah. Definitely like rather hit a, hit a restaurant or something. Yeah. And then just leave the, leave the presents for like birthdays and Christmas, you know, the, the staples. Mm. Staples of the gift giving year. But yeah, no, just, just, just chocolate on Easter. I actually never heard of presents on Easter before. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like it's only specific families. I'm also not certified on it. Um, Laura wants to do, or apparently we are doing, or has been like in her family. Um, is it's not really presents, but you get a new set of pajamas every year for Christmas, uh, for Easter, heading into winter. So apparently that's now happening. Um, but you know, I just don't want to set the standard like, you know, that there's going to be a present at Easter. We don't want to yeah, be. I was, those. I was going to start expecting it now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, no. no. Maybe once, maybe twice, three years old, cut that shit out. We're done. Yeah. Done. So, not certified. Um, you know, speaking of missos, your misso, rocking the uh, croc slides. We certified on yeah. that. Man. I mean, I've, I've looked at them and never really had an opinion, but obviously when it comes to the segment, I need to kind of plant my flag on something. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say not certified. I put them on the other day, and they're not, they're not as comfy as Crocs. And I feel like part of the, part of the, part of the draw for Crocs is the pure comfort, comfort, comfort and mm. ease. And I just I feel like with like Croc slides, I'll just rather wear some like slides or Burks over them. They look really they look real female like, you know. Like when I yeah. when I had them on my feet, I was like, this just looks a little off. So that's a, that's a not so bad. Also, saw yesterday from the uh, world of Crocs is some platform Crocs. Yeah, it's not certified as well. Yeah, that I was not certified on. I was like, yeah, it's just pushing it too much. Eh? Like that's um Yeah, it's like a fashion statement, but the crocs aren't the move there, I don't think. So No. I don't know. Um I think in the context of crocs, we're gonna keep it as a croc. So I'll be not certified on it. Um Yeah, I think much in the same line as you, like if I'm wearing a slide, give me the Nike, you know? It's gonna be the staple of the slide. Yeah. 
can't remember the last time I wore a slide, to be fair. Yeah, no, it's been a minute. Once you go croc, eh? Yeah, once no you go croc, you never go back. Yeah, not at all. All right, number five. Uh, leaving air fresheners hanging in your car when they don't smell anymore. Yeah, I'm certified on this. Um, I'm pretty pretty known to be doing this. I always always leave them up because I normally buy like I, I never really buy like the the, the pine tree air freshers your, your, your typical ones you get from like Repco. I always get like some you know some cool ones. Like at the moment, sometimes like eventually, I had this Michael Jordan one. I threw that out because it basically became like fully faded. Uh, at the moment, I'm rocking um. Rock and pickle Rick, Hasbulla, <laughs> with like a he's got like a stack of money to his ear, and this Kobe ear freshener that Charlotte and Dan, shout out to friends of the pod, got me for like maybe like two birthdays ago, and like the string, it's like an animated Kobe, the string is like attached to his like shirt and jersey, and he's like mm. he's like hanging like it's like it's holding him up, yeah, um. So, and they're they're all well, well worn out, smell wise. But just, I feel like there's not much. I like decorating things, you know. And I feel like there's not much decoration you can do in your car. So an air freshener like that is it's a nice decoration. Yeah, it's a bit of culture to the car. Yeah, I'm big certified on it as well. I don't have a single. I don't think I have any in the new whip though. The old the old car had. I think at its time of selling, it might have had like five hanging up, you know, just a collection of the favorite rappers. Had Game Boy. Um, was there, I don't even, I don't think there was a LeBron. I'm not sure. I don't, think, I don't think there was a LeBron. I think it was just a collection of rappers and a Game Boy. And I, I think I had one of the Jelly Bean ones as well. Yes, I do remember the Jelly Bean one. That, yeah, that didn't really fit the vibe. But um, just couldn't be bothered taking it off. Really, that was that was it. You know, it's just yeah, bit of a vibe situation. When they're there, they're there. You know, it's part of the part of the car. So yeah, big big certified on it. Need one actually. Need one. Maybe we should get some custom made certified bucket boys here for freshness. Wouldn't even know where to begin to get something like that. <laughs> Well, we can figure that out. Maybe we'll work some up. Get E. Huck and look into it. He can fucking do something for us for once. Yeah, get the producer on it. Um. All right. That rounds us out. Another absolute classic of a certified, not certified. Um, we'll be back next week with maybe some more water, uh, water-themed water ones. Maybe, ones. A, maybe, a, yeah, maybe a full, full water activity segment. Just a straight water themed segment. Yeah. We'll just let Ehaka fully um put that one together. Maybe top five water parks around the world. Top five top five water park rides. Um oh man, Sorry. I got a I got a great one for next week, certified, not certified, just based off that, off the rip. <laughs> just a wee teaser. Um yeah. write that down. Yeah, let me write that down. Just real quick. Just quick pause for the pod. Um, I kind of want to say it, but I don't want to like spoil it. I just really <laughs> want the hype, the hype to build here. 
yeah, people save have, it. To, have to come back and listen next week. Uh, we'll wrap into our uh, hacker's favorite segment here. Did this really happen? We got five five more this week. Well, they go five proves again. I don't think we put up the results last week. <clears throat> did we, we even back. put it up? Do we even put it up for people to vote on? No, I don't think we did actually. It's poor from us. Was it all true in the end? I feel like it was. Yeah. We had um, Buzz Aldrin was the first man to pee on the moon. That we just dis- discussed the answer. Yeah, like I said it was in the suit. Yeah. So it was technically true, but we said that does not count. The Vikings discovered America, and they did. Columbus just mapped it or some shit. Um, tug of war used to be an Olympic sport. That was a pretty obvious one. Oh, yeah. the um, Yale plus other Ivy League schools from the 40s to the 70s, required freshmen to pose naked for a photo shoot. That's right. We were pretty pretty outraged with that and believed that couldn't be true, but it apparently was. So. Yeah. Um, and then Still it, shocked that one. And then Adolf Hitler helped uh, design the, the Volkswagen Beetle, which, yeah, we, we, we knew ourselves that that was the official sponsor of World War II, so. Yeah, we're we're all over our uh, gym history. We were, so. we were all over all over that. Um, yeah, so this week's ones, I've lost them. How have I got out of it? They're on my screen. No, we're good there. I was on the wrong screen. Um, number one, there's a species, 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 species of shark that can live for five hundred years. I'm going to, off the rip, I was going to be like certified because I feel like there's a lot of real weird, weird animal facts. But like, I feel like when it comes to age, people always talk about how long tortoises live for and you yeah, never hear sharks. like a hundred years, isn't it? Yeah. And you never hear sharks mentioned in that vein. Like no one's ever like, yeah, bro, but did you know there's a species of shark that can live 500 years? You know, I just feel like, I feel like, I feel like I would have heard that. That's like a lot of human cycles for that information to get passed on through. Like, how do we know the shark was still here 500 years ago? Yeah, I feel like 500 years ago, we didn't have the capability to track. I feel like we weren't even in the water like that. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's a real good point. I bet it's off that line. I bet it's true, but there's feeling like a false. How 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 could we track it? It would have, to, I mean, they have some sort of science and technology now that you could go get a shark out of the water. True. And figure out fossils and figure out yeah. how long it's been alive. I don't know. Surely sharks don't have fossils. Like if they die, that shit just gets eaten by another shark or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say false there. It feels false. false. It feels false. It's got me thinking, though. Eh? It feels false. <laughs> I feel like I've heard the second one. France executed the last person by guillotine the same year Star Wars A New Hope came out. I assume that's the first Star Wars. And that's the last ever person to be executed by guillotine. Same year as Star Wars. 1979. I feel I... like I've heard that fact. I just have no clue. 
I'll, Honestly, I'll side with whatever you want. I want. I'm going true because I feel like I've heard about it. But like, were they really running the guillotine in the 1979? It was like such an 80s vibe. I yeah, it is, it is very late. Were we really? Were the French really okay with just beheading somebody? Forty-five years ago. It's just a real random combination, you know. France executed Perth in the same year Styles New Hope came out, you know. Oh, it's definitely true because that's such a random fact otherwise. Like, why? how's he how made that up? Although he well, does love Star Wars. Yeah, it's definitely true. Yeah, not he's true. From. Oh, just next one. Oh, just next one, yeah. Oh yeah, no, we're definitely true on the the execution. Um, Number three is it has never rained in Las Vegas, Nevada. There's no way that's true. That's that's false. It's got to be right. Yeah, it's a hundred percent false. There's no way that there cannot be rain in Las Vegas, Nevada. Didn't it rain at the Formula One? I feel like it went like real tits up. I don't know. But yeah, there's no, nah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, definitely has rained. I want to say it rains multiple times every year. It gets cold there, doesn't it? Yeah, it gets cold, it gets cold, it gets cold it's at night time. It's got to rain. Never rained. No, it rains everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Has to, has to rain. 100%. Lock it on the rain. Um, Number four, the biggest arms manufacturer in the world is Hasbro. I feel like I've heard this before. I also feel like that, but... I feel like I've heard something dodgy about Hasbro before. Why is Hasbro making weapons? It's like how Fisher and Pike will make toys as well, don't they? Do they? Pretty sure, yeah, Fisher and Pike, the, 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 like the refrigerator company, they, they make like baby toys. What the fuck? Under a different name. No, it's like just Fish and Pike. Random as that's so random. I feel like I have heard this though. But what what is Hasbro doing making a weapon? What weapons are they making? They're pumping out some AKs? Yeah, they're just they're just feeding the feeding the world wars, you know. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm going I'm going true on this, eh? Yeah, I'm I'm true as well, because I also feel like I have heard it. But it just seems like something that could be true. Like it's so random. Has Hasbro pumping out Optimus Primes and AK forty sevens, you know? I need to yeah, I'm gonna I'm diving into this. I might I actually might dive into this right now, to be honest. I feel like I need to know the backstory here. Hasbro <laughs> is the world's largest arms manufacturer. It's very annoying for like for like a second. No, surely not. Oh, there's a chart on Statista. Yeah, I'll accept the cookies. Oh, not the newsletter. No, thank you. Wait, what is this? The world's largest arms producing companies. Lockhead Martin. I'm not even seeing Hasbro on here. Is this all a lie? So we were wrong. That's really tough. 
Oh, man. Is Lockheed Martin and Hasbro the same thing? Never heard of them. Yeah, I don't know. Lock, Lock, Lockheed Martin out of the US, $60.3 billion in arms sales. I just Googled, does Hasbro make weapons? And it doesn't look like they do. <laughs> Talk about like making Nerf guns. Is it like, um, oh, bad. Is it like a trick question? Like Nerf guns? I feel like I've just it's heard cool. something real dodgy about Hasbro before. Yeah. I feel like these companies are the same. Fuck. American websites, man, just want me to fucking buy shit. <laughs> this is when you really need your producer here to give you the results. Yeah. This is when the podcast gets real dusty. We're not supposed to have the answers, though. But we've said true, but it looks like it's false. I feel like eHacker from... He might have had it as a true, but now we've actually done the research. It's a false, and <laughs> now he's going to be looking like a fool. So we'll we'll find out. We'll find out. Um, number five, there is a Buzzy Bee toy still at the top of Mount Everest left by Big Surred. How can it be there that long, though? Did he take one up? I'm really, I'm really suffering some confidence after the last one because I would have, I would have said like I've also feel like I've heard this before. Like I, I feel like I've heard that Sermon Hillary's left a buzzer bee on top of Mount Everest. Or is it just like one of those New Zealand banter things? You know, I feel like I haven't heard this. Not to say it isn't true. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't really have anything to go off other than my original gut instinct was yes. Hmm. It feels like something... Oh, man, I don't, it doesn't feel like something he would do. Why would you take that up there? Was it that the iconic? Bee, yeah, the buzzer was very iconic. It's like a, it's a New Zealand staple. Yeah. It's always in videos with Buzzy B and Pavlova, you know? And Susie Cato. I don't think Susie's yeah. quite there, but... <laughs> Mate, should have put her up on Mount Everest. Hang out there. Sing some songs to everybody who arrives. When they turn around and go down, see you, see you later. Good times. Yeah, don't know much about Susie Cato, unfortunately. What? You didn't watch, up, uh, watch her show growing up? We just don't remember. Mm. I don't. Re- I honestly don't remember. Eh? I know who she is. I do know who she is. New Zealand legend. Yeah, I feel like you, you can't be still a buzzy bee toy up there. I feel like it's too long. Yeah, like uh, surely it falls off. Surely some. Fucking snowstorm comes through and pelts it away. Like it's got wings, you know. Fly. Blown away. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're locking a false then. 
Yeah. And maybe since E-Hacker was feeling very self-conscious about it all being true last week, he chucked in a bunch of falses. Maybe he's got five falses. How many have we gone false? All of them Four. except the French one. Wow, we said true about Hasbro. Yeah. I reckon we could be looking at a four for five here, to be fair. Um, yeah. Running a false? Yeah, we're locking a false there. Locking a false. All right. It rounds out. Did this really happen? Um, we'll get it up on the Instagram this week for the people. <laughs> I know they love to play along. Um, but just, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it up there. We'll get the answers up there. Some of these are just, you know, just going to sit on my mind. I, know, I, I, feel really like we should do a, I feel like we should do a delayed and actually put last week's up as well. I feel like we've really let the audience down. Well, put put up last week's questions. Yeah. What if they listen to the pod? I don't know the answers. You're not. Yep. Good call. You're right there. Eh? <laughs> Scratch what I've just said then. We're just going to have to skip a week. Take it on the chin. This yeah. is what it is. Fuck it. All right. Let's move on. Let's, let's hit the National Basketball Association. Hit the power pole. You, um, you're the big time coach now. So, <laughs> why don't you give me a wee, wee rundown of the bottom of the pole here? What, um, you don't, what you don't like from these teams? The whole list here, or are we grouping them? Oh, you, I'm going to group give, them. Give me some groups. Well, we have the absolute shitters, Wizards, Pistons, Hornets. I feel like, actually I feel like the Wizards should probably be by them by their own because like they have no future, you know. <laughs> they do not. All three of them are absolute dog shit. So I'll put them all three together. I don't have much to say on all three of them. Like the Wizards, going into the year, I thought they were going to go over their wins mainly just because I thought it was just such a low number, and I expected more out of Jordan Ball. Pistons. I don't understand how they're as bad as they are. Like, especially because I was really high on Cade. And just surely, especially when they had, um, I always get confused with one of years, Bogdan. He's not a Bojan, is he? Or is he a Bojan? Mm, uh, this is Bojan. They had Bojan. Bojan. Bojan, yeah. Bojan. Um, <laughs> when they had him, like, I feel like you should have just gone pick and roll, like, with Cade and Duran, and then you've just got shooters, and then just you know play some spread offense, and sure you just win some games. But I feel like they're just such a like a tortured franchise; they just can't fucking win anything. It feels hard to lose that many games, and like yeah, I just I feel like we've spoken about them. We've sp- spoken about them more in text. E Hacker is a real massive Pistons fan. I know we um I feel like we haven't really talked about the pod, but I was I was really anti how they didn't get a first round pick for Boyan. Boyan. I just think I was such a shit trade. I mean, will they get Quentin Grimes and yeah, Fournier, who was an absolute fucking dog shit player. Pi- they yeah, got a second. They got a second, I think. They might have got Ryan Archie Diakono. Nice. Yeah. 
It's huge. What a haul. At least they've got some young talent that, you know, hopefully they grow. Like Ivy's coming to his own a bit more since Monty Williams has decided it should give him minutes. Yeah. They do have talent. They're just fucking awfully coached. Yeah. Monty Williams he's isn't just... a bad coach. He's just a bad coach for the situation. Needs... Yeah, I feel like he's not a he's not a developer. Coach. No, he needs some mature players. You see, he was good with like Chris Paul and Devin Booker, but he was bad with DeAndre Ayton. You got mm. the good and the bad out of him at the same time at the Suns. Yeah. He just he, he just needs a team adults. Like he'd be a good um like a Golden State Warriors coach. Mm-hmm. Um Hornets. Not a lot to say. Just it's pretty shit with the, the Bull brothers. Just injuries all the time. LaMelo just can't seem to stay on the court. Um Brandon Miller it seems like it seems like they've hit on Brandon Miller though, which is good for them. Again, another young team that, you know, hopefully they just start growing together a bit more. Their the coaching situation is also real dusty. So they've got fucking Steve uh what's his name? Steve Clifford. <laughs> Steve Clifford. He just loves like, coaching shit teams. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he's still floating around. <laughs> well, he's just like a sacrificial lamo. Eh? That's where I mean, he used they to had, go um, corners and they get fired and then come back. Yeah. They had um I can't remember what the guy's name was. He was like a young guy. His last name was now B. James Borrego. Yeah. And he didn't want to play Lamello though in the fourth. So they fired him. Did he coach him to five hundred? Or they just like I a couple he, of games under five hundred. I think he coached that season. They were the they were like the eighth seed, weren't they? Something like successful for them. And yeah, then they yeah, go ahead yeah. and fire him. Yeah. Because he didn't want to develop uh, Lamello because he didn't think like, he wanted to win basketball games. And he thought sitting Lamello in the fourth mm. was the move, which it was the move because he was he was a cone on defense. <laughs> cone. <laughs> um, he was trying to pull yeah. an email Doka. Yeah. Didn't have the so, ball in the front office. So those three teams. Wizards going to clean house in the offseason, I reckon. Like, Coos will be traded. Did a, do, you reckon, a do you reckon that Coos rumor is true? How they asked if he wanted to go to the Mavs and he said no? I haven't heard about that. Apparently, yeah. So apparently they had a trade uh, lined up with the Mavs to send Coos there. I don't know what the trade, like, the rest of it was. But they asked Coos if he wanted to stay with the Wizards or if he wanted to be traded and he said, no, nah, he'd rather stay with the Wizards and build something. It can't it, be true. He's so full of shit if that's true. He just wants the ball because he, he, he would get stashed in the corner. Like we, we said he was a perfect trade for them. Perfect trade so he could be like third, fourth guy and just a shooter, slasher, sometimes playmaker. Whereas at the Wizards, he does whatever he wants. Haven't Jordan Paul got their rings, mate? They're just there for the glory now. Yeah, it's, it's not great guys to build a franchise around. Young fucking shot jackers that already have a ring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next next week grouping here. I've got the uh the Nets and Raptors in a week grouping by themselves because I caught the um you know, like the the what's happening here. The two most boring teams in the league. Well, I just Nets in particular, like what are they doing? Fuck all. 
the two best players are wings. Wow. Their best player is fucking um, Cam Thomas, to be fair, but, you know. <laughs> fired um, fired Jock Vaughan. Yeah, what was my response um, to that? I wasn't familiar with your your game in reference to them apparently trying to win games. Yeah. Uh, Raptors as well. Like, I, I'm kind of surprised. Like, I feel like they have a decent team, so like, I don't really know what's going on with them, you know? Well, they're young. They're clearly, yeah. clearly clearing house and rebuilding. Grady, Grady Dick getting some minutes. Doesn't look to be yeah. a bust. Well, you can't really call him a bust because he wasn't that high of a pick, but looks to be better than at first showed. I thought he was going to fucking end the season shooting less than 25% there for a while. Yeah. Uh, I think the RJ trade was good for them. I think, yeah, they got got some pick. I think they got one first round pick actually, but you know they got RJ Barron quickly back for OG. So like, I feel like it's good for them to you know get, getting young, younger from OG. Uh, it's probably it's a good gamble to take like RJ RJ Barrett. It's always a good gamble to take a young guy, give him a change of scenery. Yeah, great. And. Yeah, just I just like I feel like they need to figure out what they're doing with Scotty Barnes. Like, is he is he the main ball handling guy, or you know, what's what's the guy? Not sure him and Emmanuel quickly are a, a good pairing. No, but see, he's got like a he's got like a they have their team has like a don't have the stats in front of me, but they have like a real bad offensive rating and net rating when he's like the main ball handler. Scotty Barnes. Yeah, so it's not great. So I don't really yeah. know what you, you do there. Uh, um, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not even going to pretend I have an explanation on that because I don't even watch the Raptors play. Just find them so boring. Yeah. Uh, next, next grouping. Uh, the Hawks. Hawks Bulls. I don't really know if you want to include the other ones in there. Well, yeah, I, I guess so. Hawks, Bulls. What are you going to say? I, I don't think I would. I know the Magic are the next one, but I, I feel like the Magic are on their own. They're just in their own thing. I feel like the, the West, we had bigger groupings. East has seemed to be like twos because it's probably Hawks and Bulls. The, the only reason they have the Hawks down low in this power pole is just because Trey Young's out for like the next five weeks, you know? Yeah, so all, all um, well, to be fair, as I say, all play and hopes are gone, but they probably aren't. This could be one of those situations where they end up a better side. Yeah. One of those. Jonte Murray comes into his own. Yeah. One of those addition by sub- subtraction situations, the Ewing theory. Yeah, boosts stock. Get to see, probably get to see a bit more from Jalen Johnson, which would be nice to see, see what kind of game he's got as a ball handler. Um, my dog Bogdan. If anybody has him in fantasy, he might start lighting it up. Man, he's been lighting it up. Big fan yeah. of the European um, shooting guards there. <laughs> um, the even Fournier year was just out of control. Yeah, my guy Evan. <laughs> as dog shit as he is, I always he will always have a place in my heart. <laughs> I think it was good that year. To be fair. Um, 
I feel like I should have put the bulls in the nets and raptors category. I've just thought, like, what's happening here? You know, like the bulls, like it's actually a fair point. What is happening? Surely they, they, I reckon. So them not trading like Alex Caruso is dusty because I think I was listening to um, Zach Lowe podcast and he was talking about that. By all accounts, the Bulls are like they don't want to move anybody because they just want to they want to keep going all in on their team. You know that they, they, they want to build something here. I'm like, building for like, years. What the fuck are you building? Like, I mean, it's they, it's clear they're probably going to move on Zach Levine. So that's that's good for them. But like, what, you're just going to re-sign Demar Derozan to another like two year, forty million dollar contract? Surely Derozan doesn't go back there. Like you've got to be at a ring chasing point here. Yeah, true. Mike could join Coos and Paul the Wizards, you know. <laughs> Fuck, that would be a dynamic team, wouldn't it? Dynamic. DeRozan, Coos, and Paul. Ball getting taken away from them. Jordan Paul kind of firing these days off the bench, though. Is he on the bench now? Yeah. Moved yes, that shows how yeah, much yeah. I know about them. He's been letting it fly. A couple of 30-point games off the bench. This is why I took him with my first pick in fantasy, because I'm like a, a well-known shot jacker who actually has a little bit of game. Like, surely you're just going for 30 on the regular at the Wizards. Yeah. Bit of context to that, though. We play in a keeper league. That wasn't his first round pick. Oh, yeah. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my, my fourth round pick. One, yeah. one pick ahead of LeBron James, but luckily I had back-to-back picks. Um, it all worked out. Yeah, I mean, just looking at this page here, the East is just like real dog shit, eh? The bottom of the East is just horrible. Mm. Well, here in the West, you have fucking Golden State and the Lakers are on this page. Yeah. And like those two teams, I can see winning a title. These teams on this list, none of them I can see winning a title. Like even the Knicks. Take the Rockets over all these teams as well. And the Rockets are there with like the Raptors. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you reckon... Yeah, I'd have Rockets over all these teams. Hypothetical, the Spurs could beat... Who do you think the best team on here is? The Bulls at full strength? (sighs) Wait, is that like Hawks, Trey Young or without Trey Young? Yeah, yeah, no, full strength. Full strength, I still still rate the Hawks. To me, that's still disappointing. Do you think in a hypothetical seven-game series, the Spurs could beat the Hawks if... The Spurs were like trying to win, so I'm talking like Trey Jones and Wemby are playing like 37, 38 minutes on the court together. That just feels like the winning recipe for them. <laughs> Zach Collins is getting less than ten minutes. I, low key, man. I'm thinking about it. I think the Spurs are actually decent when they try and win because they've got good players. But yeah. I just I th- I think. You, we, you really underestimate, like you particularly, but just in general, you really underestimate, like people really underestimate like being in the league for a certain amount of time. So I think in a seven-game series, I think the Hawks would win. Mm. Like, as much as people don't like Trey Young and, you know, I know that you're not a huge fan of him, he, he you know, he'll, he'll get going in the playoffs. Like, he'll get loose and... I just don't think there's anybody on the Spurs that can probably stop Trey Young. And one thing that with the the Hawks do have is they have quite a few big bodies. Like I think, and Congo will do quite well against 
Wemby because we've seen him against somebody that's bigger and longer than him, like Giannis. Yeah. Um, they have wings to match the Spurs wing scorers. But I mean, it's a good. It just shows you how fucking dull shit the East is. That that's a hypothetical. Yeah, I think um, I, just on Trey, I don't actually mind Trey these days. Now that the two biggest fucking like bullshit things in his game are gone, like he doesn't really do the fucking get around a defender and then back up into them thing. Now that that's a rule that you can't do that to yeah. draw um, fouls and. He also seems to have lost the uh, ego from making the conference finals. <laughs> but they've been humbled a bit here these last two years. I think it's really hit him. So yeah. I actually like him more of a player, uh, more of a player now. I don't think he's such a negative as I as I did back in the day. I think he'd be quite good on a, the right team. Like if you put him on the Spurs, like people were theorizing, yeah, honestly happened. I think that'd be really good for him and Wimby. Yeah, because one thing, and people have always said this about Trey Young, is that when they've always compared him to Steph Curry, and like, no, he's more like he's they're just different players. Like Trey Young's, I was gonna say ball playing. I mean, you can still say ball playing. Such a league term now, though. Mm. But Trey Young's like passing and his vision and shit. Like he's incredible at moving the ball. Yeah, and he is an incredible passer. The one thing the Spurs can't do is just get Wimby easy looks, which is mm. crazy because he's. The longest thing on the basketball court, but yet the Spurs can't get him good looks. So, yeah, I think Trey Young's probably the best pick and roll passer um, since Harden left the Rockets. Yeah, I was going to say him and Harden, but yeah, I mean, obviously Harden's not as good as he is now. But Harden's still really good, though, to be fair. But I think Trey Young probably takes takes the cake on that. I just think that'd be lethal. He just he navigates. I feel like him and then like Rockets Harden. He navigates the pick and roll so well to like a point where you just I feel like he always shoots and passes just always at the right time. Like if yeah, he's going downhill. It's the positioning of the ball, like it makes the, the drop defender not know if it's gonna be a shot or another dribble or a gather or a lob. Yeah. It's just yeah. Just the creativity of what you can do with the ball in your hand. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like I said, I do rate the Hawks. Like, I think we, all, all of us. Yeah, we had them in our over. we had them in our multi for the over as yeah. as a lock, and a lot of people did. And this, is I just, think, we all just we overrated Quinn Snyder a bit. I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, defense is the issue. They just don't play defense. Yeah. Um. Next list, I'd probably right. have Magic. I'd, yeah, I'd probably have Magic and Indiana together as just like the young, young up and comers, you know. Um, I just, yeah, I, the reason I said I would have Magic on their own is I feel like they're a little bit, like their timetable is a little bit earlier than Indiana, as young as Indiana are. Fair, yeah. Um, obviously, the Magic started the season really well, but since since that start, they've slipped a bit. Uh, I think they're only what four, four or five games over five hundred. Yeah, bring that six. up for you. Here you go. Six games. Um, which is good for them still. For, yeah. For preseason predictions, I think they were like the over under was like thirty seven and a half, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. Which 
they're only six games, six wins away from hitting. So, I mean, some positive, fucking awful for them to miss that. Some positives with them, and which is always tough for a young team, is their defensive rating is real high. Their mm. defensive rating, the fifth in the league. Um, I think I think that's always. I reckon, like, if I was building a young team, and like I'm like year two, year three into my process. I would rather my defensive rating be higher than my offensive rating because I feel like offense comes with experience in the league, figuring out your place. Hmm. Defense is either something you've got or you don't have, like the Hawks, like we were just talking about. Like, you know, I don't think that, like, Trey Young, like, he's never going to, that, a team with Trey Young, that grouping that they've got, that's never going to be a plus defensively, you know? Whereas, like, now the Orlando Magic already have it. Like, that's great signs for them. Pretty easy to be a decent defensive side when you play as big as they do. Yeah. Yeah, that that is true. But I feel like at the same time You still gotta be team, locked in. Yeah, teams can go small and it's I feel like it can be quite easy to then combat it. So yeah. But it's nice that these stars like they clearly care. Like Paolo, I feel like he's a bit like Coos. He's not a great defender, but he tries hard. Hmm. How about him crying in the in the post game yesterday? On court after yeah. hitting the game winner, that was unreal. I like I said, he played like shit. <laughs> I feel like as an, an Orlando fan, you'd be happy to have him as your as your guy. You know, yeah. There's one of those guys on um, who was it? One of the the producers for Bill and Ryan, who's the um, oh, yeah. Steve Cerruti. Yeah, he's a he's fan. a Magic fan. He always has some good in, insight on them. They said yeah. that um, is is he their captain, Paolo already? They don't really talk about captains at Bar and NBA. No. But I think Wouldn't he be surprised is. if he is. Yeah, then he was talking about how he's such like a vocal like leader and stuff already. So like, fuck, it must be so intimidating as like a twenty-one-year-old to be like the voice of a team in the NBA. Because like yeah, yeah. Even I don't like telling people what to do at basketball. <laughs> Sometimes I do it, but then other times you just feel a bit out of place. Fair. Um Yeah. But no, good for good for Orlando. Um a little bit disappointed in France, like hasn't really hasn't really taken a, a step forward like I would have liked. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like his two like to you, three year. You would have just, yeah, you would have just liked maybe to see like a bit more of a jump in his three-point percentage or more scoring as such. It looks like he's kind of destined to always just be kind of, but maybe he, maybe he's like your, your third or fourth option. Like I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's ever going to be like a two on a championship team. Mm, like he's a fair take. Early to say, early to say, obviously, but I just, I don't know. I feel like I feel like by now you kind of see it. You watch a player and you can kind of see it, or you can't. I don't know. That's the vibe I get from him. Yeah, not getting the same vibe from Paolo. Paolo just has like superstar, yeah, tendencies. Yeah, like France. yeah, written all over him. France is pretty European, though. I feel like. <laughs> They don't like to scream superstar, except for like obviously the big ones. But yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Um, Indiana, not a whole lot to say on them. I feel like we've covered them on kind of uh, trade pods that we've done. Kind of surprised they didn't move Miles Turner, but then again, kind of surprised. Not kind of not kind of surprised. Doesn't make any sense. Like I would have. I I I like I said in those pods we talked about the trades. I reckon they should have kept him, and which they did. Mm. But I wouldn't have been. Yeah, if if you'd gone the move, it would have been for all the reasons that you talked about, like cashing in on that early. You know. I was um, thinking about them a couple of days ago, in terms of like their future. Do you think the trajectory that uh, Tyrese Halliburton is on? Can they win a title with him as their best player? Man, can your best player be a point guard on a title-winning team? Like a Steph, the anomaly, anom anomaly. Magic Johnson. That's a long way back. <laughs> it was the first I'd, point guard that came to my head. Isaiah Thomas as well, but yeah, since then, since who was the last point guard led team to win a title other than Golden State? There's a, yeah, case for, there's a case for Detroit with Chauncey Billups, but they were just such a well-rounded team. Halliburton, Halliburton is a big point guard, though, you know? Not a small guy. Um, yeah, he's not small by any means. Yeah, it's a good question. It's a hard question to answer, though, because I just feel like like the way he projected, especially like at the start of the year, the way they were going, like, yeah, 100%. I'd say like eventually they can, but then you look at it like there's very few players that as superstars ever do win a title. So, you know, mm. numbers wise, you'd probably say no. I just, I don't really like the roster that they have. So that's kind of why I see it hard. I don't love Pascal being the number two. Now, and then I, I was thinking of, it was like, remove everybody else. If you're one as yeah, Tyrese, and then obviously the two, three, and four have to be basically a perfect fit to then go and win a title these days. Imagine just, imagine just slotting him on the Orlando Magic. I mean, if that, yeah, I would say, I would bet the over that they would have a title in five years if you just put him on the Magic right now. That would that would fix all their offensive issues because that is the one thing with the Magic is just their offense gets a bit bogged down the half court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. If you gave me... Over under five and a half years, I would take the under or a title. I feel like there's for, always times in history where there's like a team and there's like one player, like, man, I'd love just love for them to go play there. That's, Chris, Chris Paul, yeah. Chris Paul's that guy. <laughs> yeah. Still, still to this day, heartbroken. They never made it to the Lakers. Anyway. Still heartbroken. Uh, the Lob City Clippers never made it further. The best team that never was. Yeah. They're, not to go down that tangent too far, but that one year, what year was it? Was it 20th? The one where they bet the Spurs and then lost to the Rockets? Was that? Yeah, I think that might have been the same year, year right? Yeah. That was um four, I feel like it was 14. No, 15. Yeah, Maybe. that's the year they should have won. Was it 15? Um, then the Rockets lost to Golden State and then Golden State won. Maybe. If history is correct. Next 
Next on the list. Um, I kind of want to have them by themselves. Yeah. Philadelphia. Special, special circumstance. Just because, yeah, Embiid's gone, you know. I wish he was still healthy because I love that Buddy Heald trade for them. Mm. Like just another absolute sniper to get out there with Embiid to keep space on that floor. And like you see the way that he was dealing out of the post. Buddy Hill could have just been wait, like another guy that's just coming off those kind of handoffs or sitting in the corner for when the help comes. And Yeah. If they can get Embiid back for the playoffs healthy, I like them still. Yeah. And like they've never proved anything, but like this year, I would have had more been more inclined to have picked them over like a Boston. On the way because, they were playing, yeah, yeah, and just I like how much I love Nick Nurse. Like I feel like he'll just get them through some of their their half court issues and their playoff issues. And I just I feel like going coach to coach, he's better than um Joe. Joey, Joey, Joe Missoula. Joe Missoula. And I just, obviously I'm biased towards Boston, but I just, I'm, I'm not going to, I just can't trust them. <laughs> it's just too much like my turn, your turn, shot jacking between the boys. A lot of, like the half court offense, just a lot of, a lot of real ugly pull up jumpers. So. We just need Tatum to go into that next level. Yeah. Into the, into the uh, best player in the league debate, or else they can't win. Yeah. Then next, we've got four left in the poll. I'll group it again. I've got Knicks, Cavs. I kind of almost want to have the Knicks ahead of the Cavs because of what happened last year. But, man, the the Garland and Mobley injury, like what a blessing in disguise for the Cavs. Because <laughs> they addition look by subtraction. And now, like, Mobley's playing well. Garland's starting to kind of come back, but Mitchell's been out. Mobley's but they been started. Unreal. Yeah. Didn't they, weren't they like six games under 500 or something quite bad? No, they weren't six under 500, surely. It was like horrendous at the start of the year. And now they're 37 and 19. Well, they went 15 and one. So, yeah. If we can do some quick math there, that's, I don't think that was the entire time they were out. But, um, that that was a stretch there. They um, that would have made them twenty two and eighteen, at least. The fourth in overall net rating. Um, defensive rating, the second. Man, really? Minnesota still have a massive hold on that. Yeah, Cleveland. I thought Oklahoma would have been second. Nah, Oklahoma fourth. But yeah, Cavs, Cavs second in defensive rating and. Not really, not up there in offense at all. About fifteen, so that's not great. But yeah, great I feel like it's yeah. such a such a switch around for them. You'd hope maybe if they did versus the Knicks again, they might learn from last year and not play the two bigs together. But the way Mobley's playing now, he's able to stretch the floor a bit more. Been shooting at a high clip, so it probably um, yeah, it'd be interesting because the Knicks play like two bigs now. Yeah, that's true. Oh, but they'd have Randall back. Randall's more of a stretch four. So, but if you're playing a Chua and Hartenstein, that's the definition yeah. of two bigs. Um, the on the Knicks, they've just like gone way better as well. 
great. The um, the new ownership, like, well, not ownership because I think it's still the same owner, right, James Dolan, but the new, like, GMs and stuff that have come in, they've done a real good job, like, the last year and a half, just slowly building the team. Um, but I, can, I can't see them beating. Like, I can't, I, I would bet, like, my life savings that the Knicks won't win a title this year. Yeah, no, that's a pretty safe bet. <laughs> um, I mean, when it comes down to it, ISO ball from Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson, Brunson is not going to get it done. Yeah. And Brunson's too small. Um, that leads us into our last two for the poll. Bucks, Boston. Boston, obviously, because they're... Like you said, the way everybody else, the net rating is like crazy high as well. Um, yeah, their net rating is ten point five, which is insane. Defensive they rating, have, the, they could have such a cakewalk to the finals. Mm. I also realized you don't have the heat on this list at all. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably slot the Heat under Philly. Purely yeah, bit, because every year they somehow get there. Yeah. I can, yeah. I not like even doing their hanging around thing at the moment. They're just like, yeah. But then they'll just, show up at the playoffs and fucking bit, knock somebody out. Yeah. So that's why I feel like you just can't, can't ever doubt the end. But then, yeah, back to Boston real quick. Defensive rating third in the league, offensive rating first in the league. Like, that's insane. But as it's been the case within the last three years, I don't think you can't judge them until it comes to playoffs because mm. they're, they're a wait-and-see team. I was watching Boston Nets. Uh, must have been pre-All-Star. And I honestly, they felt like Boston could hold the Nets to zero points if they <laughs> were like full intensity defense every position. Obviously, you don't have that in you because that's like incredible fitness. But I think at one point they were up like 22 5 and they were just they were locked in. It was like seven minutes straight. They were just fucking locked in on defense. And the Nets could not get a fucking look at the rim at all. It was disgusting. And then Boston would just come down and like get, make a layup. It was. In fact, if you like, if they did this for forty-eight minutes, I mean, it wouldn't be zero, but they like legitimately could hold them to like around forty. It's yeah, they like their roster is. I reckon their roster is like one of the best rosters I've seen in like years. I feel like it's not talked about enough. <laughs> How good of like, a starting five it is! Like, yeah, it's like it's got to be one of the best starting fives, like. I mean, but Drew Holiday is your worst player. Yeah, like that's insane. I feel like they're underperforming with that roster. <laughs> like even Golden State had like a real weak link out there, you know. Yeah, they but had to, yeah, yeah they had an insane fall, but their yeah, their fifth was definitely wasn't as good as Drew Holiday. But the peak of Golden State, like Steph and KD, is better than yeah, yeah anything yeah, Boston yeah. have. Like that was an insane roster. In terms of top end talent, like obviously, yeah, Golden State, like hands down. But just like in terms of a like roster, just yeah, Boston's just yeah, 
And obviously, it just all comes down to whether old KP can stay healthy because you notice it so much when he's not playing. I feel like it's easy to guard them. But when he's out there, teams just have no clue how to guard Boston. No, no, because he can get a shot anywhere. Yeah. You can't switch. You just, yeah. yeah. One of the better post-up players in the league as well. Not many teams can defend the post. I feel like, and I also feel like there was his issue, like, bubble year. When he played for the Mavs, he couldn't post up. And now he's just he always, a post player all the time. He always popped. I just feel yeah. like he wasn't allowed to go where he wanted to. Yeah, that's true. Because he posted up a lot for Washington. Like, he had a real... He's, he's got a money hook shot, one of those wee... Not... I feel like when they say hook shot, you just think of, like, the... um, Like a Kareem sky hook. <laughs> but just a wee, like, turn around and just fucking, like... One hand, push it at the rim thing. Just one of those. One dribble, drop the shoulder in, then rise up for a wee. Yeah, it. just a real deft touch. Yeah. You know, I agree. The Latvian launcher, if you the will. Latvian launcher. <laughs> Could have yeah, gone the that... Latvian laser, because it's Davis Burton's. The Latvian laser. Um, But yeah, as as I said a couple of times, it will just come down to the playoffs and... Yeah. Fuck, I'm, I'm looking forward to the playoffs. Bro, for real, the playoffs are going to be unreal. The West. Like the West. The West playoffs is going to be insane. Yeah, it's just going to start like, with the play-in. Like the play-in's going to be four teams that are like fucking unreal. Like Lakers and Golden State like could both go home in the, in the knockouts. Yeah. Hopefully they don't. Well, hopefully Golden State do because fuck them, but hopefully the Lakers don't, obviously. Yeah, I think there's one good thing about the NBA is the regular season has been getting worse, but the playoffs have been getting better. So, yeah, last year's playoffs were awesome. They have the finals. Obviously, the matchups haven't been what the NBA would want in theory. Yeah. But um, I mean that Boston Golden State Finals were really good. Um, and then before that was Bucks Suns, wasn't it? The year before that. Yeah, and that was good. In the bubble, obviously, people weren't really yeah. watching. Last year's was just because it was too like smaller. Not even smaller market because Miami is a huge market, but just it wasn't like the wasn't Boston Nuggets. People got to get on the Nuggets if you like basketball. Watch the Nuggets. <laughs> yeah, it's just pure Not pure wrong. basketball. Not wrong. Right. That wraps us up on the power pole. You know, the West, we did cover there a little uh, little bitter out West than it is in the East. Um, a lot more talking about what the future might be for a few East teams rather than what the now looks like for the West. Um, but that's the way it goes. Swings and roundabouts there. And that also <laughs> brings us to the end of the podcast. Um, you know, as I mentioned at the start, Moving the quiz over to TikTok. Uh, got some fire-ass graphics. Uh, we're going to bring the content there. Hopefully it um, works out well. Otherwise, you'll probably see a quiz back next week on on the uh, on the podcast. Um, any final words from you, Tom? No. No. Awesome. Awesome. Um, 
Uh, we'll get yeah, we'll get the polls up on Instagram. Keep voting, keep sharing, keep uh, letting us know what you think about this, that, and everything. Um, and remember to say hi to your mother for us. Peace. <laughs>